Hello and welcome to the Liberty and Paul podcast. I'm delighted to be joined in this lovely September, end of September night by the great Dan Devaney. How are you getting on? Good evening. Not too bad uh, yourselves. Yeah, brilliant. And uh, Martin Henry, how's things, Chief? Yeah, all good, thank you. You all right? And, yeah, magic. And Martin Kane, the, the bright and glory hunter. Yes. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Yes. Uh, oh, good. Yeah, I did I did go to a Brighton game at the weekend, which I'm sure Paul will mention a few more times in the next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're, let's, let's set the stage then. We're, we're in a Ireland won the, the Rugby World Cup at the weekend to beat South Africa, so that's all good. Uh, Celtic beat Livingston well, an enjoyable game which I thought was enjoyable and uh, yeah uh, Rangers picked up a, a 1-0 uh, victory at Ibrox in a drab affair where Muller will hammer them and uh, yeah it's all good everything's good just now so uh, Martin Henry take it away what's your, what's your feelings the, the gelling process is gelling after it was like what I thought was a fantastic result at the weekend yeah, I mean, it was a uh, result-wise, it was a good result, wasn't it? Um, you know, away from home, ten men for a large chunk of the game. So on the face of it, yeah, it's a a great result. Um, getting three goals is is obviously a positive as well because the last few home games, it's not looked like uh, it's convincing. Although you know, we got the the three goals against Dundee, it was almost. Uh, 70 minutes of never looking like scoring and then just a little a little burst whereas um, we definitely looked a bit more formidable um, but that's always with the caveat of it was Livingston and uh, you know we should be looking formidable against Livingston you know every day of the week but Here's the thing here's the, the caveat but the caveat doesn't work with Rangers and Mullowell because they keep saying Mullowell well, it's only Mullowell but Mullowell played well the caveat with Liverpool doesn't uh, Livingston doesn't actually work because historically it's been a very sticky venue for us and we've never really been dominant against them four times a season, you know, that way. So, it, it, sorry, for me, the Livingston game away always fills me with a bit of dread because it's always tough. So I thought we were highlighting we had different cer- set, set of circumstances and we overcame them, you know. So I thought it was, I think... Pat ourselves in the back a wee bit. Daniel, Aye, there, was, there was always the thing for years that we hadn't won there since 2007. But if you actually looked at the record, we hadn't played there for about 10 years or something either. So <laughs> there, was, there was a big fear there to any Celtic fans. And then we didn't actually win there for about three or four games when that stat came out. So um, I think it's kind of a, a hoodoo put to bed. But um, yeah, Livingston, are not, they're not in great form this year either. Like, I think they've won one game. So there was, we really shouldn't have had much to fear going to, uh, going to play there. But you're right, Martin. Like it, was, it was a good result. We played well, ten men for sixty minutes. Um, the stats, obviously, I was looking at the stats yesterday, and they're just pretty even enough. Obviously, we had a couple of more shots, a little bit more possession. I think it was fifty-seven percent or something. But that's expected when you're down to ten men. You know what I mean as well for a large chunk of the game. So, no, I thought it was good. Um, made his goal was a cracker. Um, absolute picture, picture goal. Um, Livingston didn't offer. Hell of a lot, and yeah, Celtic managed it well. As Hindu again was seeing a clean sheet, so a clean sheet against them, against Dundee. Um, I think that's four in a row against Rangers, aye, and against um, 
St Johnson, obviously, which was an L-0 game when we'll talk about. But yeah, four four clean sheets in a row in the league is good. Um, so yeah, it's not bad positive. given that one of the defenders is getting absolutely slated for uh, his performances as well. Who's getting uh, slated? Uh, Lager Bielka seems to be uh, not not winning many fans, but he's not letting a a league goal so far. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as he's maybe not looked convincing. So it's always, it's always interesting when you kind of get that noise and then you're like, all right, how many goals has he, he let in? No. I, he must be having, having some luck or doing something right. Maybe you can blame for the finals for getting sent off and stuff like that, but hey, arms. It was very similar with Starfield when he start, uh, joined. The first 10, 15 games, everyone was saying he was useless and wrote him off. And, you know, I think as well, the defenders hardly came in and joined a solid sort of back four, back five, has he? <laughs> so I think we've got to give him time. You can't write players off this early. Um, you know, <laughs> we've not got the luxury of any other defenders to write him off, so we've got to give it, him a chance. You're right as well, Martin, because remember Starfield got sent off, I think he was at Ross County. Um, and I don't know if we drew and maybe just won that game, but Starfield got sent off and it, right after that, they were after, there was a good few after mm. him and then he started putting in fantastic performances by... Um, Count Vickers so yeah you, you want to give you guys a wee bit of time you know what I mean see four games in give the guy a break yeah well, a guy that's decided to get a break is Taylor isn't he Taylor was getting getting hammered that seemed to be getting hammered and Taylor's on his way out we need to get a left back it's a position we should have strengthened in the summer etc etc but I just I, I just I just want him to play well for Celtic and I, I thought he did I thought he was. He did get man in the match. But people can get man in the match, and but he just he just caught the eye, didn't he? The way he was trying to try his best to just. Fo- I think it, I think he's trying to force the game, force Celtic's uh, possession play, force the ball and, uh, forward, and I just I just enjoy it. Uh, Martin Henry, do you think he's he, he is a good quality player when he's playing, when he's driving the team? He de- he definitely had a a better game than he's been than he's been having I still think we should have got a left back in in the summer because Postacoglu uh, brought in Burnaby who's not who's not going to be first choice uh, and Brett, Brendan Rodgers has had a chance to look at him as well and you know he's he's not going to be competing for that jersey either, either so I still think there should be someone else brought in because Burnaby won't be there long term um, plus he's had some discipline issues in the background as well so and he's, he's not been picked for the Champions League squad is that right Dan yeah he's not in the Champions League squad I don't think he is no I think he's so, so you know there's yeah. there's there's red flags there that he'll be gone at some point if we get an offer for a loan he'll be away and then you still don't have uh, any kind of back solid backup or competition in that position um, so I still think we need someone coming in and you just need to knock the, the Burnaby uh, issue on the head and just say sorry it's a, a signing that's not worked out for us but we'll just keep it quiet that it was an Ange one because Ange had a 100% record on his signings yeah. well, the thing is but uh, having when you look at Taylor and McGregor Take an interview at the end of the game. 
it just it gives you a wee bit of stability, doesn't it? You think, okay, we've got these two Scots guys. Both of them are playing. Both of them have got that sort of. I don't think McGregor's, McGregor's playing optimally just now, but the fact is, it it gives you that sort of discipline. They've got the experience. They can drive the team on, and I certainly the midfield unit did it, and, and Taylor did do it. I don't, Dan. What did you think of skills at the weekend? He, he's he's just getting more games, isn't he? He's just getting more time in the pitch. Ah, he'd one or two slight wobbles, but nothing. I'm going to be overly concerned. I think he was okay. You know, again, Levy's not much a threat either, but yeah, I think he done well, okay. Well, wait a minute, your man up front for Levy. He was giving him skills, hassles, didn't he? Yeah. Ah, the diagonal running around the back caught him a couple of times. He, he, he made his dart and Celtic seemed to be stepping up, not looking behind him. And, but I, I like that, but as well, Martin... Uh, chunks we need to be learning through games as well we, you know I mean it's good to get the pressure and see how we deal with it yeah I mean Scales one of the Livingston players tried to break his leg and Scales got booked for it which made me chuckle at the weekend oh, but, no you're, you're right I think you know obviously we've been I'm going to say overly critical of Rogers, but we've been a bit mm, <laughs> about his return but that's yeah. Brendan Rogers masterclass on Saturday and down to 10 men and winning 3 nothing. you know you could see it obviously the most famous one was the, when he brought Edward on. We were two each at Ibrox when we were doing the 10 men and won 3 2. Um, he said in his interview they practiced that, they trained to, you know, guinea games when we get down to 10 men and obviously touched on Maeda, which, you know, he is. I think he said he's like two men playing and he's, you know, his work plate's phenomenal and that finish was brilliant at the end. Um, so it's good to see that. But then also you're seeing Kyogo in a wall. I think when Hart gets sent off, Livingston had the from the, that free kick there's a big gap in the wall and Kyogo's standing there and you're like surely to God <laughs> there's one thing from midweek we were going to sort out so you know it is still a work in progress but for me again the, the standout and he wasn't particularly amazing the weekend but O'Reilly just seems to be you know he's, he's doing well isn't he another goal um, and he's he just for me he just seems to have really stepped up a bit with, with Rodgers he has 60 he hit a 60 yard cross field pass, didn't he? At one stage during the game, he just he just pinned one out to Kyogo, and I was like, oh, this boy's got it. And the determination for the goal as well, just to make sure that Maeda, because Maeda done some strange, sort of bobbed the ball off him. But O'Reilly, we said O'Reilly's position was to get more goals this season, and he is doing what he's, we asked him. And he's shown more leadership qualities, so. Um, yeah, I think yeah, it's it, it's good at the moment. Sorry, it was good at the weekend in terms of what they had to do. Um, I thought also as well, Awata then, Dan. Awata's coming back into the picture. He done yeah. an interview in Japan saying, look, he needs to keep catching the eye in training. I still don't see what's really wrong with him footballing-wise. I think he, he seems to be, seems to me like a good football player, good possession, can turn, can move, can read the play. It wants to... He wants to play as well, which is always good to see different positions. And he, I, yeah, I still like to see him in the midfield at some point. But I think he, and when he gets given the opportunity, I think he will be good enough for Celtic. I think. Hopefully, maybe he's not settled. You know, it's it's hard to know what's going on in the background. It may just be as simple as that. But yeah, it'd be good to see more of him, especially with the more games coming up. Um, usual main games like this at Livingston and. D and St Johnson etc give him a bit of a chance and give Hattati a rest you know um, 
it's like if Hefetati is still no match fat, no hundred percent, he shouldn't be playing. He should try to keep him for the bigger games. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think he only came on. Um, was a game before final there. Um, he came on at that game just to get a bit of match fitness, but you could see you could see he was the fit. Even against Feyenoord, you can see he was the fit. So why the other players aren't starting ahead of him? Just because Tati gives you that bit of extra, a bit of extra skill, that um, passing ability, etc. He's, he's just a lot better. So Payawat is not there. I don't know. He's obviously just he's not deserving of it. He's behind Turnbull, isn't he? So yeah, well, maybe not now. Martin Hendricks, did anything else catch you? The Liverpool, the Livingston game, is it? I mean, it's it's just interesting yeah. that the Joe Hart, mate, Bain, how good's Bain? He's just such a great <laughs> goalkeeper. <laughs> He's just doing his holiday. How many games is Hart out for now? Is it a straight red? That's still not rules. Um, and is he out of bad. Europe as well? No, I wouldn't think so. It'll be the other two that are out of Europe, obviously. It's, it's it, yeah, the hard thing, and then I felt really sorry for me, James, because his name is in the team sheet. He got twenty-five minutes. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there were some cruel people saying that we played ninety minutes for ten men. <laughs> did he not touch the ball a few times? Did he not? Uh, I don't know. Was he? I think it was. Uh, I wasn't surprised <laughs> he played because I yeah. remember in Postecoglou's first season. The second time we went to Livingston, he put in Forrest because he obviously just wanted someone with experience in the team and not going to get frustrated or whatever with the pitch and stuff. Um, so I wasn't surprised <laughs> given the... I love that job, though. I mean, just stick... Yeah. Uh, here's Kane. Stick Kane on the Astro, but I imagine, guys, I'm on this. So I wasn't, I wasn't surprised, but I don't know. I think his impact's potentially... Uh, on the wane now, I don't. It's just nice to see him, isn't it? It's nice. To, I mean, geez, we all moan about players and stuff like that, but we James he get a game, then he to walk off in 25 minutes. You can see he was gutted. <laughs> and, then, and Joe Hart, Joe Hart celebrating the goal. And uh, I suppose that's the first thoughts. time he's been sent off in his career, Joe Hart. It's interesting to. Yeah. Yeah. I liked him and I liked uh, Bain just kidding on he was playing for a pub team and just relaxing I think somebody must have had a shout on him because he started hitting the long the ball a bit longer didn't he after a while he's just stopped messing about Bain you're going to have to play for a couple of weeks just sort your life out Oh, we're yeah. giving Hart stick though as well like, now they're saying oh Celtic could easily have lost the game because we went down to 10 men then they were playing them for the final order and the free kick and all that as well so he was, he was getting a bit stick at the weekend too I mean, I don't know. The bounce, the ball bounces funny in the Astro pitch, and he comes out, and you're looking for a goalkeeper to come out and make decisions. He made a decision; it was just a bad, it was just a bad one. But then the, the team won, and actually, exactly, my view of the world is that I like to see. So the the view would be that Celtic are not stressed enough or tested enough in Scottish football. Well, guess what? We get tested at the weekend, and we came out playing well. So, and tested with ten men and. To be honest, like the football we played at some points was really nice. I really enjoyed it. I like Celtic playing two up front. Kyogo just coming off and that lovely cross in for Maeda's miss and then at Riley's goal. It was lovely Kyogo football. I really enjoyed that part and it shows that we can go to two up front and, and we can keep playing football. And I think the midfield's beginning to gel a bit. Uh, and then look... 
I mean, Welsh must be kicking himself because Scales is Scales is getting his run now, and it just bodes well. At least we'll have numbers. It will give somebody a, a problem later on, you know. So, I I the first time in a while I felt a bit of pride in Celtic, overcoming a bit of adversity. And I, I really enjoyed it. I really did actually. I didn't for expect it. For me, it's been the most exciting league game this season. I'd be enjoying yeah, yeah. I think they're sending yeah. off to mix it in, but I'm a year. Yeah. The week, you know, gets first game after a European match away from home at Livingston. I did think Saturday morning on, you know, Saturday, I don't know what it is, Saturday early kickoff. She always had that wee bit of dread, but, you know, 3 nothing, 33 points, and it's quite nice to have a week off as well. And I, I think, I mean, obviously it's easy to say that Hearts looking slower, isn't it? You know, goalkeepers get a bit older. That's it. But you'd hope he's still got a few seasons in him and, you know, it might not be the worst thing. He's got a few weeks to just sort of maybe, you know, freshen up a bit and come back. Because, you know, he's that's the thing with keepers, isn't it? A couple of mistakes, the world's against them, but he seems like sort of guy that will be quite happy to come back and prove a point. Um, and I, I still like Joe Hart. I still think he's fine. I'd love to have an absolutely phenomenal goalkeeper, but I think we've got to be realistic. Though what's interesting, Hendo, which I was watching, I, I, you know, I like watching English football. And and Martin, you actually, you did you go to the Brighton game on the weekend, Martin? But Dan, the, the the amount of goals are lost by defenders' errors. Hendo, did you see that? Like look, yeah, Bright, Brighton, the first game, first Martin's game, Brighton was a defensive error. Every game had a defensive error. Arsenal, Spurs, don't know what was going on there. Again, so. We're watching Celtic and seeing all these guys can't play at the back. I'm watching English Premier League and I'm thinking every second game's got a defender of error playing the ball at the park, out the, up, the, up the park, and suddenly they're losing goals. So we're not by ourselves in this world of football. And it's just the way football has evolved, or I don't know if it's a good way or a bad way, but certainly I think we might be getting, when we go out and play in Europe, we actually play quite well at the back for spells. And Martin, to, to take us through the Brighton goal then, just the, it was that real. If Celtic had done that, Martin, you'd be go, you'd going bananas, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, I could run it on a bit. See, it's, you know, um, been a few games down south now, and I still think it's an English media propaganda machine in full force saying how good the English Premier League is. Um, you know, Brighton for that first half, they're second favourites to win the Europa League. We would beat them. I, I, when they brought on Matomo and the boy for Barcelona, um, and they changed it in the second half. And they, they are a good team. I think they finished sixth in the English League last year. But I'd really fancy Celtic's chances against them. Basically, the keeper gets the ball. They do all these, you know, fancy tactics, but pretty much they hit it up to Ferguson. He was the only person that was shown, and he, he could tell he was injured. And he's what eighteen year old, isn't he, Ferguson? Eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keeper gets the ball. Ryan Christie, you know, charges down, makes a mistake. Boy, uh, Dominic Solanke, is it? Works yeah, out. yeah. And then the second half, Billy Gilmore absolutely ran the show. You know, I think he was man of the match, totally dictated play. Um, and I, I did laugh because you, you I got speaking to a few guys and they're like, you know, the usual sort of English view that you, you do here. I, I think he's would, if Celtic Rangers come down, I think he's would win the championship. And I, I think he would be maybe just in the Premier League, he'd just maybe avoid relegation. Brighton have played Luton. Their next few games at home are Sheffield United, Brentford, Burnley and Wolves I mean yeah it's not that great a league you know I mean obviously the top teams are phenomenal in terms of you know the money that they've got and everything but 
I genuinely Celtic would beat Bournemouth and I would fancy our chances if we, you know, we played Brighton in the Europa League. I really do. Um and it, obviously that's where your green tinted specs on, but it wouldn't fear me. It wouldn't fear me playing either of the teams. Um so, you know, and it is it was it was a nice nice stadium we go and visit Brighton and stuff, but it's a very different sort of football environment to what we had used to back up the road. Mm. Um it was yeah, like the referee made a few mistakes and nobody's shouting at him. <laughs> it's, it's all very nice and friendly. Um, but I, you know, apart from a couple of really good players that come on in the second half, I, you know, I, I, I really do think Celtic would do do quite well against. Uh, we'd definitely beat Bournemouth, but I think if we played Brighton in Europe, I'd hope we'd be able to turn them over over two matches. So, Hendo, part of part of the Rogers resuscitation was the helping the wee boy back on the pitch. Did you see that? I think uh, I think that's what's was like the highlight of the weekend. I saw that <laughs> you made more it, than you I made saw it, any no. other goals. Yes, yeah, uh, very media savvy, Rogers. And he was on the front page. It was on the Sun. It's got. I know, but again, I kind of read uh, that was a plan, or he gave the boy a tenner outside <laughs> of the game and stuff. <laughs> you you can see what he was doing. Totally. Yeah. He's got no. He's got no. Uh, no credibility for that. That no sort shame. of thing. Oh, but see it. on uh, that point about uh, the Premier League as well, mm-hmm. it really annoyed me when Hibs got beaten by Aston Villa. And people were like, ah, oh, it's embarrassing for Scottish football that a team from the top flight you know, loses to Aston Villa. It's like, teams in the, the Premier League will get cricket scores run up against them by yeah. you know, other teams in the Premier League this season. You know, no one will go on about the the Premier League being an embarrassment, and there's such a you know a weak bottom half and a strong top half. Um, you know, because they're they're never going to be overly critical of their own product. But yeah, I don't I don't think it's the it's the be all and end all either. And there's there's such a gulf now at the at the top end. It's you know all they talk about now is who can challenge Man City. I mean. Sorry, Nobody. I thought we were the the league that had a a, a one horse race. No, actually, we have a two horse race. You've got a one horse race at the moment. Um, you know, no one is betting against Man City, are they? Um, no. So anyway, st- stick to the Scottish, the Scottish football. But, but actually, the the thing about the European football, it, learning about different teams and taking a more interest in, say, the Feyenoord, Ajax debacle or whatever it's called but it gives you a bit more feel for the world doesn't it the, the, I mean Atletico Madrid Atletico Madrid and Morata and Griezmann up front at the weekend <laughs> I mean like I mean they're not they're not bad players and Celtic going to face them down I just like Celtic being at least a conversation it'd be nice to beat one of these teams maybe Lazio is not their top in the game just now but the Feyenoord stuff I, I like that Celtic being in that world you know Lazio is a very winnable game at Celtic Park. I said that last week as well. It's a very winnable game. You know what I mean? I don't think we should fear anything there at all. Um, Atletico Madrid is, I think, going to see it the couch again to get behind it. But oh, again, at Celtic Park, who knows? You know what I mean? Give them a bite of a game. Different story away from home. Who knows? You know? Do, do you know the one thing that was, I was chat, the one, obviously, in the English League and whatever, but they. I was chatting away to a guy and there was a big article, uh, I think it was a Telegraph and some other paper, talking to the inside 
footage to Brighton for the week. Like David Weir's their head of recruitment. I forgot mm. about that. But supposedly, like the way they run as a football club is phenomenal. Like, so I don't. I think last season they had the fifth lowest wage bill in the league, and you know they finished sixth, which is pretty pretty impressive. Um, and it's something like they've already planned for the next two or three transfer windows. Jesus, imagine us what doing that. Um, you know they've got every position across the like the main sort of like head recruitment manager. They've got a concrete succession plan, which obviously they showed when Potter left last year. They had the boy, the Italian guy in pretty much that week. Um, so, you know, there's a lot, I think, and they've invested a lot of money in their youth academy and their training setup, which, you know, it looks at like Celtic are finally doing now with the um, investment put in a Barryfield and touching up Lennox Town. So, which for me feels like about 15 years too late, but hey ho. Um, but yeah, so that that's one thing I think. You know, I think Brighton seem to be the model that a lot of teams are looking towards. I know they they do all these stats and the guys, uh, like, you know, a poker player and made all his money for gambling. But there's a lot there that you still think, God, oh, they are they are years ahead of Celtic. But the frustrating part for me is there's no reason why we we can't be like that. Um, it's just that we've, for me we've sat on our backsides for ten, fifteen years, just being better than Rangers has been you know, good enough for the board, really. Um, but yeah, de- Europe's where you want to be. That's where we're going to progress and get better. Um, you know, and it, the thing is, you're playing, if you play um, younger Scottish players and you play, you, you know, you give the experience, the skills and so forth, playing against Griezmann and Murata, it's only going to be good for the development. Of course, it's got to be. So that's where you want to be. Interesting, I've looked in the Spanish league, the, the league that's, the team that's second, is it, is it Girona? Girona, yeah, yeah. And who who owns who owns them? No Manchester idea. Manchester City. It's all linked. It's crazy, isn't it? Anyway, and they they're the same. They've got a link, and they know what their plan is, and they're they're so Celtic really need to. I mean, yeah, Celtic need to get on that bandwagon just now. It's fine, but yeah, yeah. There's definitely there's definitely a Lawwell sort of discussion there, isn't there? Later on, in the the weeks and months ahead. Because Brighton are amazing, what they do, you know. Like Martin, you can even get a Brighton correspondent now, Martin, I mean, so. So, I, I wanted, well, on you go, Martin. You got anything else, Hendo? Uh, no, I think it's now just uh, a bit of time off during, during this week. Yeah, it's good, it? it's good time the, off, but it's good time over off. Over to the League Cup and back to business. What is it, Motherwell away this weekend? Yeah. Um, see how that yeah, it's not goes. it's not on the TV I was saying there people kicking up hell because it's not on Sky Sports and it's only on Celtic TV and Motherwell TV it's an early kickoff. time's the kickoff? half 12 on a Saturday is it? <laughs> yeah I'm pretty sure it's Saturday yeah. but there's, there's people going mad because why, why Sky have don't have it yet they have this um, contract with SPFL but they're not showing half, to a half 12 Saturday matches Mm. Why would they put it to half twelve on a Saturday then if they don't need to show it? Don't show the messenger. No, crazy, isn't it? It seems a, a joke. It really is. And uh, surely the Saturday morning early game in England's always on BT or TNT, isn't it? Sky don't normally get that. They get the later game. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know what I think behind that is. There's also some method to the madness. I think I think Celtic need in my head now, they need somebody like 
Yang or somebody else to come on and give us a different spark. We need one of our... It's really interesting to say, you know, our, our signings, but actually when you look at the team at the weekend, the team's still the team, isn't it? I think we'd like to see somebody else get a kick on uh, next weekend, do you know what I mean? We'll need more players now for the Champions League for definite to get into their stride. But I thought no, Celtic... No one's taken the... The Jota position, have they? Because even no. Abada, um, no, he's away. He's finished. Tip top form when he had had that spot either. So that uh, obviously Maeda, as much as he can uh, frustrate you, you know he's not getting dropped anytime soon from that team. Um, you know, so he's got that, and Kyogo's got the middle. So you know that other wide position's now seen. Yang, uh, Palma. Louis Palma, and then Forrest in, in successive mm. games. So um, it's obviously an open an open berth still. But yeah, the rest of the team is uh, backing itself really now because Turnbull's out, Atati, O'Reilly, McGregor, and then you're definitely to pick, pick, pick themselves because there are only two. Um, so that bit's easy. And then... <laughs> Uh, you've got Johnson and and Taylor uh, because it's not going to be Burnaby and uh, Johnson's miles ahead of Ralston isn't he so Ralston got a four year deal today I saw that did he? did he? if if you're a defender at Celtic you're going to negotiating at the moment (laughs) a Scottish defender a a Scotsman Aye, they need that in the Champions League, didn't they? They need yeah. Scotsman in there. Good on him. <laughs> he's been. I, I think he's been fine. So that. Yeah. He's, he's not really done. He's not done hell of a thing. Wow. A hell of a lot wrong. You know what I mean? He's been whenever he was called upon. He's done. He's done yeah. well. Scotsman. I think he. I've always thought when he first came through that he's a centre half playing the right back. I always think surely just these sort of physique and stuff that you, you could make him a centre half at some point. But maybe that's me mm-hmm. completely optimistic. Well, we just he's a great squad player to have. Aye, we just everybody knows he endeared himself to Celtic fans when he came up against Neymar and fucking just barraged, barraged through him about two or three times within the first twenty minutes. Everybody's like, "Yeah, it's that'll yeah. do for us." Then he gets skinned yeah. a few times, <laughs> which was expected. But hitting Neymar a few times made him uh, popular, shall we say, with the Celtic crowd. Um, uh, uh, the thing is, uh, this made a thing. They were chatting about it on the, the WhatsApp today, weren't they? I, I just think he, I think he is undroppable for Celtic. I think I mean, there is rumours down in England that Spurs are interested in him, and I, he, he definitely. I think maybe we. I think Celtic fans underappreciate him. I think he's a really good football player. He's a really good player to have in your team. Uh, maybe different circumstances help him, depending on defence and different. Styles of teams like playing against him, if he's got more. But I, I just I like him when on the park. The Celtic Rangers games, I love him when on the park. I think he's really steps up. He, he's a leader. Uh, he's got a bit of physical attributes and also he, st- he terrifies defenders with his pace. I just like to see if we did another couple of players like that up our sleeves, you know. Ah, he has a serious threat with his pace, but there's no doubt about that. He has scored some good goals for us. He obviously shows his weaknesses sometimes with some of his wild crossing and. Uh, bad timing, etc. Everybody's human at the end of the day, but mm. uh, he just doesn't have as much, I would say, skill as others that we've seen. 
in that position. Um, but no, he is a good player. I'm definitely glad to have him in the team. So question then, just because I was thinking about it, if Larson scored that goal, we'd be going bananas. But I mean, just tons of boy. The boys decked, and the technique, Martin, both Martins, is just perfect, doesn't it? It's just a perfect goal at a stage where you're supposed to be tired in a game. It's a tough pitch, and he just he's just perfect. If Larson scored that goal, or Sutton, if Sutton scores a Sutton-esque goal, but isn't it turn and whip it? We'd be absolutely going bananas about it. So I, I think that, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully he, 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 he plays really well in Europe. And this Lazio game that we're going to win, Dan, we're going to put loads of money on it. I don't, I, there's no doubt it was a good a good finish. I think the, the frustration comes with mm. him is that he had an easier chance before that he makes a mess of. And it was like against Hibs last year. He scored an unbelievable goal where he just picked up the ball and ran and then almost hit like this Thierry Henry curling shot with his right foot. And like, you know, in the same period of play, he's missed an absolute sitter. So that's, you know, so saying if that was Larson, you know, we make a big song and dance out of it. If that was Larson, that was a goal for his hat-trick is the difference. Yeah, yeah. that's, That's the... There's a difference, no doubt. No, I'm not. I'm not comparing. Him. I am sorry. I'm not comparing him like for like for Lars. I'm just thinking that goal and it's by itself. It's a phenomenal goal. No, it is. It definitely Technique. is. But that's why uh, there'll it, always be a, a kind of little bit of uh, frustration around that that player because he scores that one, but actually mm. he had a much easier chance that could have uh, put the game to bed earlier. Uh, and he doesn't take it, but that—that so that is what you get with him. That's why, um, you know. You'd say that you kind of have to take it. The Liverpool have got the same type of player. Numez got a couple of easy chances at the weekend and missed, and then he scores an absolute worldie. I don't. I don't know. I, I'm trying. To, I'm just trying to look at my head and think, like, yeah, he, these guys are going to be. See for me with Maeda, I think they've got him for a million. He's, I mean, I bet you you ask every Celtic player who they love having in their team, it's him because he probably does <laughs> half the running for them. Um, oh. But for me, he's a bit like a Gat and a bit like Samaras at the start, you know, can be absolutely phenomenal. But you're right, Martin. Though Saturday sums him up, misses one from it three yards out. I don't know what he's doing, his backside then scores an absolute worldie. Um, but that aside, the rest of the work that he does. Um, for the team and stuff, I think it's invaluable in Europe. Um, and if if we got a better winger, Darren Brilliant, because he'd be what a player to have on the bench. You know, he'd be brilliant. Because um, you know, if you're a tired defender, and you've got Maeda coming on with half an hour, so uh, he's such a good option to have. But for the time being, I think he's he's definitely start eleven for us. But he, he will still frustrate frustrate us, and he's going to get the moans and groans of Celtic fans. That's you know, it's. He's yeah. a perfect player for people to shout at, isn't it? You know, him or Taylor. That's just yeah. the way that some fans are. But yeah, I like Maeda. I think I was quite I was quite chuffed in that um when he's going around Saturday. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I'm a big fan of him. I like Maeda. I like uh I like the I liked me Maeda and Koga up front. I mean Maeda's playing in a different position. I like that fact that threat to up front. I I really enjoyed Celtic playing that way. Yeah. That's all good. I think these rests as well, Dan, this League Cup, even though it hurt at the time that we weren't going to win the treble. The fact of the matter is we've got a rest a week. The players are not going on a so duty, so we've got a whole week of training. 
and Rogers the Dodgers does well at that sort of stuff. That's his in-game, that's his training management. This is where we're getting his money's worth from him, and we've got time, a wee bit of time before. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like it'll be a tough enough game against Motherwell. You know, we know that uh, they are playing quite well. They should have brought something for their game at the weekend, um, and then the Champions League. So it'll be interesting to see how we set up. If he maybe um, rests the tie, I don't think he will, but um, he might shuffle around a bit for the team, uh, different to the team that will obviously play against Lazio. Don't know if Phillips is fit to come back in. Does he deserve it? I mean, how good is this? No, he's not really played. No, he's not really played. You know what I mean? But um, he was wanting to give him a give him a go. Yeah. He may like keep the, one of the defenders for the Champions League. I, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, from all from all opinion, I'm going to, I'm going to speak about Rangers for ten seconds. They call it Rangers. I mean. Rangers time wasted at the weekend to get their win against Mullerwell. So Mullerwell are a good seem to be Kettlewell's got them playing a wee bit better and they're a, a, a more competent team and Celtic that's good for Celtic you know what I mean that's good for us to go and play that type of game uh, before the Champions League as well so I think the Rangers the Rangers thing just now is really interesting because they didn't sack Beale and now the Rangers fans are just switching off in their droves and I'm wondering if this is the is Mullerwell that's cracked them this year and uh, we might just win the league through default but this Rangers team's just going to implode uh, it's just interesting seeing it because they, they keep backing these managers that are just not very good not, just, not, just not competent in what they're doing and uh, yeah Kettlewell thought he could have won the game in the weekend which is amazing Mullerwell going to Ibrox and there was some it. I was watching something about an hour ago and there was uh, a Rangers coach, I think, done the press conference for their League Cup game this week. Yeah, yeah, the English boy. English boy. And he says, oh, we've been doing really well. Obviously, we beat Servet and then we beat PSV. And I've other Rangers fans are going, what? <laughs> no, we, never, we never beat PSV, mate. <laughs> so he's, he's getting slated for that. I don't even know his name. Mick something. I looked at that. Mike, Mike Beale? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what his name is, but yeah. I just, I, I just I, you're sort of looking at this. Uh, they keep talking about the Celtic. I keep using that word old firm, don't they? The Celtic and Rangers dynamic, but actually looking at Rangers and looking at what's happening to their club, it, they really are. They look as if they're really driving it into the ground at the moment in terms of football-wise. So, but it's just interesting to see Celtic, f- Celtics. It, it, Martin, I mean, you've said Martin that you've Martin Kane, you've said that you think Celtic are just trying to keep one step ahead of Rangers. But I don't I think I hate that. I hate that philosophy. I mean, they're just you know you read the uh, Walls comments where they you know patting themselves on the back for having seventy million pound in the cash and you know obviously the latest accounts look phenomenal. But I hate that. You know we should be. This is what goes back to I was thinking about. You know. Um, you know, we, we kind of get spun in this press, and you probably do uh, absorb the fact that oh, we're never going to be able to progress in Europe. But you know, if they, I think they, they, what the commentary in the accounts was like, we're going to keep some of this cash back if we don't qualify for the Champions League. It's a like purely defeatist mentality that comes through, and it's like you know, let's have a bit of positivity, <laughs> a little bit of belief in ourselves, um, and that, that's the thing that. You know, we're doing well 
domestically. But for me, you know, Rogers come in and he's made that big statement that he wants us to progress in Europe, and that's you know, for, I want us to be doing better in European football. And I think a lot of fans were the same last week. We're just so frustrated because disappointed because we, we felt like we could have got something from Feyenoord um, because I think we all know that we could, we could we, the sort of teams that we could be getting you know picking a draw away from home um, and the way that you know the fact that we won the league and we've had so long to prepare for last week and we sort of start the Champions League with a bit of a, a limp rather than being all gun blazing being we are completely prepared for this and I know we've been hampered a little bit with injuries but it's back to a sort of transfer policy and signings and everything else. Um, so yeah, I, I it's 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 one of those ones. It's you know we're we're doing well just now in the league domestically, but you know as you're saying, if Rangers are imploding, then for me it's then do we give young players a chance? Then we're able to concentrate in Europe. Um, you know, and let, let's be realistic. If we finish third in the Champions League and the Europa League, it's it's good for us, but. I'd like to then see competing and thinking, right, we're in a tournament here that we can at least try and get to the last, you know, the last eight, the last four. Because uh, Rangers managed to do it a couple of seasons ago. Still don't know how they've done it. Um, and they managed again to win on Thursday night against a decent team. I don't know how they somehow put these European performances out. But there we are. What do you think, Dan? Are you, I mean, that, that, the reason why I'm talking about Rangers is because if Martin's right, they were only trying to keep just ahead of Rangers, and Rangers are imploding. We need to have, we need to have a better metric. We have to be out because they they seem to be just. It was a really funny comment. The, the guy said, "Cause I, I don't know about super scoreboard, Hendo. I don't know about super scoreboard after listening to was it the South African Kyle Lafferty or whatever he was or whatever he was Nigerian Kyle Lafferty. I just listened to super scoreboard to see, and the guy says one of his fans said." Or it was Kenny Miller was talking to him and he said, well, look, actually, what would have the Mullerwell fans said if they'd bought one of the Dalai or whatever, Dessers? And actually, I was thinking, well, look, the only reason why we think these guys are good players is because you just keep bumming them up. There's nothing to do with it. There's no difference between a Dessers track record journeyman and a Mullerwell player, maybe more money. The difference is that with Rangers is that they keep selling this thing, this hope, of Rangers spending all this money, but it, it, it just looks like it's chronically falling apart just now. And I don't want Celtic, I want Celtic, I don't want Celtic in that league. I want Celtic to be playing the Celtic to be playing in Europe and playing against the best players, the best teams. But we do we are conscious of the fact that we need a better league to play in. But it just looks like Rangers are imploding. I mean basically they, they, they a Rangers team time wasting against a Mullerwell team at Ibrox. And the Rangers fans all crying. That's not boding well for a championship. Rangers trying to push us anything. They're not. They're just guff. On one hand, it's funny. Yep. On the other hand, we kind of need some sort of pushing. In the week, Dan, that Ronnie Dyler came out and said that he was uh, he was in the game. <laughs> he was at Celtic Park a bit too early in his career. You know that way? I didn't take a rocket scientist to know that. but you know. <laughs> oh, Dad, it took me. I was dying for him to do well, so... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I
let's be honest, Celtic did take their foot off the pedal because they knew there was no challenge. You know what I mean? And bringing somebody like Dyla in kind of stated that as, like, I've no hassle with Ronnie Dyla, but, like, we should have been aiming better. You know what I mean? Aiming higher. It was just bring somebody in to just steer the ship along. Even Ronnie Dyla said it before. Like, when he get told there was interest for Celtic, he's like, hey, right. Are you kidding? <laughs> And then before he knows it, he's at Celtic Park. Love it. Love it. The manager. Ah, he's gone like, he couldn't work out. So if he can't work out, what chance have we got? You know what, what do you think, Hendo? I think it's very early in the season still. And when you look at it, Rangers are League Cup on Wednesday against Livingston, which they'll probably win. So they're mm-hmm. going to be in the semis of the League Cup. Apparently, apparently Rangers, that's what's going to be. Um, so realistically, they could have a trophy in the cabinet before us this season. Um, they've beaten a reasonable team at home in Europe in Betis and they uh, they drew a leg with PSV. So... It's not it's not all terrible. I know obviously if you listen to fans it's end of world stuff, but the one one nil in Europe and then followed it up, albeit with a target one nil at home, but they still followed it up with a one nil at home. Um so I think kind of saying they're imploding by getting back to back wins is one of the most remarkable things. I've heard, but I don't totally disagree with it because there is massive unrest amongst the supporters. And I think it's more, not that it's gone massively off the rails, I just don't think that they believe that their manager and the players that he's signed are good enough to to swing the pendulum back in their favour. And I think they're making early judgments that it's not going to happen and now they're kind of just annoyed about that and that's what all the noise is about rather than necessarily the results being off. Yeah, I, I get, you know, the, the football's not great, but it's like, well, it was still, you, we weren't saying that when you beat Betis and you didn't say the football wasn't great when you drew with PSV at home and you didn't say it wasn't great when you won your round before PSV. So I think the, it's not all rosy in the garden, but, you know, give it a couple of games. It could be lifting the League Cup. Um, you know, we are still evolving. Um, so it's not out of the realms of possibility that we drop stupid points still and keep them in the league. Um, and as I say, if they, if they win another couple of matches in the Europa League, they could be headed through to the to the next round so albeit things might be uh, a little bit rocky you know if you're if you're doing well in Europe then you're not going to get the sack are you if if you're still in second place you're not going to get the sack so I think it could could all go off the rails um, but I still think it's just a bit too early and I think the frustration is um, the fans have, have judged a lot of the players early and just think they're not good enough and the, the football's not been great and ultimately mm. the, the buck stops with the manager, doesn't it, on all these things. And the, the, the other view is that they say it's a results business and all that carry on and I do get that, but 
when you've got 50,000 fans watching you. And we know that from a Celtic point of view. We want them to play well. Rangers have got Livingston and Aberdeen up next. So we'll see how good they are. But yeah, from my point of view, is I don't think it's looking that healthy for them, which is great. But then you're like, oh. The joys, the joys. But, uh, Turn quickly yeah. though, can't it? That's the, yeah, that's yeah, the beauty yeah. of this. I just very, very quickly. Especially if they win the League Cup, you know, they'll be, that will set them up nicely. They'll be, uh, you know, get a trophy, as you said. They'll, yeah, I, I think some of the fans have been a bit over the top. It's still early days. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, I hope Bill stays in that job for as long as possible. <laughs> I can't believe he got the job. He's absolutely <laughs> useless, but let's keep him in there. I, I kind of feel possible. like he's, he's, uh, when we had Ronnie Dyler, yeah. I th- you know, personality aside, nice enough guy, but when he spoke about football and, you know, this and that, and then you actually saw what was happening on the pitch, they were so far apart. Mm. I kind of feel like Michael Beale's a bit like that. It's seems to obviously talk up stuff and he's always talking in the press. He's forever being quoted. I kind of feel like Ronnie Dyla was a bit like that. There was always he was always saying stuff, and then you went and watched the team, and it was just a terrible watch. I think it's a wee yeah. bit like a wee bit like that, um, except we had the we had the comfort of you know we were up against Derek McInnes's Aberdeen, who you know as much as we did our best to to make it competitive, we still we still <laughs> won the the league in those seasons, whereas. Uh, they don't have that comfort because they've got a decent Celtic ahead of them. Here's a, here's a strange question. What happened to GMS? And that's, remember GMS? Adam McKay Stephen? Uh, is he retired? Wasn't he? Was it Hearts? I had so much hope for that, your guy. I thought he was, I thought, yeah, he could be really good. I don't know where he went after Hearts. He dived in the city, he dived in the, the, the water, yeah. didn't he? He dived in the Clyde for a bit, didn't he? The night yeah, out. It was Kelvin Ball in the West End, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, I'd I like to... He went to America or something or something. My head said he went there. Or was that I went hearts? there well on in his career. It was just a guy you don't see anymore, I mean. GMS. But yeah, so it's all good just now. It's, yeah, I'm just... I am happy because of the result of the weekend and also... Uh, it's, maybe they'll build on something here. The European stuff, it's, the European game hasn't killed me totally. And I think we can, although, although putting Kato go on the wall again is not really great. It's not really great stuff, is it? It's still going back in. And like, listen, we've got a couple of tricky games coming up as well, but away. Brother will then wait Hearts and Hibs coming up in the league as well. So the, like, the next couple of weeks will be interesting to see how it goes. Oh, all a part of the Champions League. It's exciting. That's the thing, Matt. Like, Hearts hearts are. Hearts are having their troubles as well. They've realised that they really shouldn't get rid of the last manager. <laughs> the, the, the Scottish League's mad. Like I was, I was looking at it yesterday. I think and between fifth and twelfth, there's only five points. And now I know there's only six games into the season, but I think like fifth place has got seven points, and the bottom teams get two. You know what I mean? So apart from us, St. Martin, Motherwell, Rangers, everybody else is fighting for fifth place. If you like. And you oh. do want the league to be competitive and better because it's been a bit, the opposition's been a bit poor the past couple of years. So you want Hibs and Hearts to be a wee bit better and then 
you know, Duncan Ferguson's back in Scottish football as well. So, yeah. you never know, we might be the subject of Inverness coming back up. <laughs> he, got, he got a three... value. He got a three-year deal. Like, how good's that? That's I'd brilliant. imagine it's quite good at negotiating, Paul, face-to-face. Is that a three? Is that a one or a three? Three. <laughs> There's one club I can understand what he was saying. It's probably Inverness. It's Inverness. <laughs> I'm, oh, he would, I'm, I'm all in for Duncan Ferguson getting a managerial job it's brilliant uh, he was manager in Everton it was funny watching or when he was yeah. standing in Everton it was hilarious watching him got firing up down the sideline he? <laughs> he's vegan <laughs> what was he doing when he's vegan I mean there's really fun things happen like uh, Stephen Gerrard with his full Arab gear on during the oh, week oh, <laughs> Robbie, Robbie Howard done the same as well I'll send him on he Daniel don't be drinking tea at the time you'll spit it out it's absolutely brilliant Robbie Fowler Stevie Gerrard just that Arab spring stuff that Arab gear yeah he's doing a sweet shot or something and oh, he just looks ridiculous and, uh, yeah well there we go well thanks everybody for listening and uh yeah, next week I can't actually yeah I think that you're right Martin it's exciting games uh, be good to be good for Celtic to go but I think our football's getting better as well it's good to have a, a, a midfield that's sort of solid and uh, Keo goes brown still you know what I mean Maeda hopefully will just keep going so yeah, to, go, to go full circle and merely a point I'd rather have our fixture list coming up than playing Sheffield United Brentford and Burnley so there we go <laughs> <laughs> And who was in goals for Sheffield United? Oh, the ex Rangers boy, wasn't it? Where's, where's Fordino? Yeah. The only bad Rangers keeper in my lifetime. Every other Rangers keeper's been like world class, apart from him. I don't know how they do it. That's my finishing gambit. Is, uh, this season, if Rangers get knocked to the League Cup, Celtic actually got through to Europe and Rangers sold Butland. In this transfer window, that'd be the best thing. Like, can you imagine if they just sold them back down south? They've done that with Basil Bolly, remember Basil Bolly or no? What was it? One of the defenders they sold straight away to back to Newcastle, one of these it dodgy was, uh, deals. Uh, that was Boom yeah, Song. Boom Song. Soon as taking envelopes, wasn't it? That was dodgy, dodgy, dodgy dealings. Um, I think Rangers went it wasn't I think it was that far until they went bust after that so they had no yeah, money but somehow years. bought Boomsong because they kind of think Newcastle well, did, owned them the money and they sold with somebody as well didn't they and also the Rangers uh, I was reading I never said this on to you Dan because I was just you were thinking I was on follow follow too much uh, the, the Rangers kit man has left under dubious circumstances the Rangers <laughs> kit man has left Jimmy, Is Jimmy Bell Oh, the guy after Jimmy Bell, his successor, has left under circumstances that have not been revealed. Yeah, he's been. So there we go. There's another kit man in town for Rangers. So, up oh, your dream <laughs> job, Paul. I'd love to be a Rangers <laughs> kit man. I'd love to be. I'd love to be a Rangers kit man. Oh, how many? Get your get your brogues looked out, Matthew Trot. So Dan, Dan, yeah, super scoreboard. Your man said. What did they say about Michael Bailey? Said he was a a Camden. Camden Market candle seller. He said if he wasn't managing Rangers, he'd be a Camden Market candle seller. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> what does that say about me? <laughs> yeah, that you are a candle seller. <laughs> I'd be like crashing my car laughing. I'm like, next managing the Rangers, Paul Kane. I'm in there. I've got a CV. You know what I mean, 
<laughs> well, the joys, the joys. But anyway, fantastic. Thanks for everyone for listening. Thanks for today. I'm sorry I was a wee bit late. And uh, yeah, onwards and upwards. Let's fire off and let's see what happens. And uh, Dan's yawning. Thanks, Dan Devaney. Thank you so much. Thanks, Martin Henry. And yeah, uh, Martin Kane. That was a solid effort. And uh, I'll see you all next week. Take care. Right, see you. Cheers. See you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well done, Martin. Good. Stop.